A Geary County school teacher has resigned amid an arrest this week on drug and weapons charges. Destiny Weiser, a fourth grade teacher at Sheridan Elementary, was arrested by Junction City Police Wednesday at the school for possession of drug paraphernalia, possession of marijuana, and criminal use of weapons. In a district letter to parents this week, USD 475 school officials said the incident did not involve any students, nor were any students or staff members ever in any danger. Weiser has since resigned. According to a district spokesperson, Weiser was no longer in custody as of Thursday. A Junction City woman was hospitalized Thursday after a rollover crash on Interstate 70 in Shawnee County. According to the Kansas Highway Patrol, it happened just after 4 p.m. west of Topeka near the Valencia Road exit when a passenger car left the roadway, overcorrected, and was sent into a roll. The vehicle came to rest on its roof on the north side of the highway. Authorities say 26-year-old Courtney Rabb was transported to St. Francis Hospital with suspected minor injuries. There was also a child in the vehicle at the time. The crash report, however, does not indicate their injury status. Space needs within the Riley County Courthouse remain a top concern for local court officials. The chief judge in the 21st Judicial District, Grant Bannister, spoke Thursday to the commission, encouraging they consider facility upgrades in the future. As you consider the larger needs of the county as it relates to any other facilities, absolutely keep the courthouse in mind and where that fits and um, continue to include us in the conversation, please. He continued on saying the courthouse, which was built in 1906, has some serious space limitations, which sometimes causes issues with security and trial proceedings. You can't put those in jeopardy. It wasn't that long ago that I had a motion filed to set aside a verdict based upon uh, allegations of jury being tampered with. Born in an inadvertent way, but juries get to the courtroom, no matter they do. While they're in the hallway, there's attorneys and witnesses being talked to, family members. That's just one prime example. We can't really renovate around under its current footprint. The judge's comments follow similar remarks last week from Riley County Attorney Barry Wilkerson. The commission took no action Thursday. On a related note, the commission, however, unanimously moved to sign a letter requesting the city of Manhattan waive a building permit fee for its other project, the Courthouse Plaza East Building renovation. No injuries were reported after a mobile home fire in St. George this week. Pottawatomie County Fire Chief Jared Barnes says firefighters were dispatched around 4.30 p.m. Wednesday to the 500 block of Maple Street. In Solid in the fire district, Station 10, which is St. George, they were primary on it. And then Fire 5, Blue Township, came over and helped. No one was home at the time. The home is a complete loss. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. The 7th Annual Corporate Pinewood Derby will take place next week, raising funds for the Boy Scouts Coronado Area Council. Typically, the Pinewood Derby cars are bought in a kit, assembled and raced by scouts as one of the oldest and revered scouting activities. This event is a chance for local teams to participate as adults. It also includes a silent auction, food trucks, and local celebrities, as noted by development executive Crystal Baldwin. Avery Johnson uh, will be attending, and obviously we all know who he is. And then um, another a notable football player will be Jace Brown, and then Chetty Obiizor. Officials are hoping to raise $25,000. The event takes place just after 6 p.m. next Friday, February 9th, at Robbins Motors. Six students in the K-State College of Veterinary Medicine have been chosen for the state's largest veterinary scholarship program, including a Wamigo student. The university says Laura Carpenter of Wamigo is among these students selected for the veterinary training program for rural Kansas. 
Upon completion of a doctor of veterinary medicine degree, each student is required to work at a full-time veterinary practice in one of the 92 Kansas counties with fewer than 40,000 residents. For each year they work in rural Kansas, up to $25,000 per year of qualifying student loans will be forgiven over a four-year period. Carpenter's family operates Downey Ranch in Wamego. The five others selected hail from Paola, Sterling, Tipton, Turon, and Udall, Kansas. All are first-year veterinary students. The 20th Annual Women Managing the Farm Conference will be taking place later this month. Women from across Kansas convened to discuss the latest advancements in agriculture and equipping attendees with resources to help them thrive in rural communities. Kansas Wheat Vice President for Communications Marsha Boswell describes some of the opportunities that are provided at this event. Secession planning, there's livestock, grain marketing, um, understanding crop insurance, a lot of different choices there. Uh, We do have some networking sessions as well. So we'll break attendees up based on their experience on a farm, whether they are on the farm full time as a partner or a manager. The event takes place February 14th through the 16th at the Manhattan Conference Center. More information can be found at womenmanagingthefarm.com. Good morning, I'm Troy Coverdale with your sports headlines on K-Man's Morning News. Key Big 12 games looming for both the K-State men's and women's basketball teams this weekend. For the men, it's a stop in Stillwater tomorrow afternoon as they try to snap a three-game slide in conference play. Slow starts have doomed the Wildcats over the past three games as they've trailed at the half in each by double digits. We have three guys who can score the ball on our team at a a pretty good level. Cam, Art, and Tylen. If they all play well on the same night, we're hard to beat. If we can get two of the three of them to play well on the same night, we got a chance to, to win. And we got other guys who do a lot of really good things that help them, you know. And uh, um, so that, that that's the thing. It's about you know understanding um, and and then being able to be consistent with it. I, I was very pleased that he was aggressive tonight because he hadn't been aggressive. And so now we can coach some of that stuff. Commenting on. Uh, uh, Commenting on uh, Tyler Perry the other evening as Jerome Tang will lead his team into that 1 o'clock matchup tomorrow with the Pokes having won only once in conference play. They're 9-12 overall. They'll be without guard Bryce Thompson, who suffered a shoulder injury in a loss to Kansas on Tuesday night. Coverage begins at noon tomorrow on News Radio KMAN and 101.5 K-Rock. The K-State women take the floor Sunday for a nationally televised showdown with Texas after having their 14-game winning streak snapped on Wednesday night in Norman. Minus the injured Aoka Lee, Jeff Mitty's squad has struggled defensively in the post. Well, they got us awful deep late, and uh, they're, 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 they're taking us down there deep late, and that's a problem. And um, um, we've just got to keep getting better there, and we got to figure it out as a staff on how to cover up that problem right they- now. The 12th-ranked Longhorns bested 13th-ranked Baylor last night, 67-55, to improve their mark to 7-3 in the conference, 20-3 overall. The second-ranked Wildcats take a 9-1 Big 12 mark into the game after suffering only their second loss of the year when they fell to Oklahoma Wednesday. Tip-off Sunday at 1. Coverage on News Radio KMAN and Sunny 102.5 will be at 12:30. Top 25 men's action last night. Nebraska knocks off number six Wisconsin, 80. 
88 to 72. Number 11, Arizona, Hammers Cal, 91-65. High school boys and girls basketball last night. The Rock Creek boys continued their recent role, besting Rossville 51-47. The Rossville girls down Rock Creek 64-48. Tonight, both Rock Creek teams will play at Riley County. Manhattan's boys and girls will be at Hayden with coverage on News Radio KMAN, beginning of the girls' tilt at about 5.45. Eudora travels to Wamigo and Blue Valley Randolph plays at Onega this evening. Official game week preparations began for the Chiefs yesterday ahead of their Super Bowl 58 appearance against the San Francisco 49ers a week from Sunday. I think the, some of the losses kind of forced us to like we have to continue to get better and I think now it's just not being satisfied with getting there. I mean it's, this is a great football team that we're going up against. This will take our best football kind of like it's taken the last three weeks that we've played and so we have to do whatever we can to prepare ourselves this week of practice and next week of practice to be ready to go and I know it's Vegas and it's a lot of fun but for us it's, it's a business trip in the true sense and we're going there to play a football game and, and try to find our way to win it. I think that has to be the mindset uh, starting today. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs making their fourth appearance in the title game in five seasons. Kickoff is slated for just after 5.30 the night of the 11th. The game of course to be heard on News Radio KMAN. The Las Vegas Raiders are hiring former Arizona Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury to be their offensive coordinator. A person informed of the decision told the AP on Thursday. The person spoke on the condition of anonymity as the deal's not been finalized. It would be the first major hire for new Raiders coach Antonio Pierce, who had the interim tag removed on January 19th. Kingsbury spent this past season at USC as an offensive analyst. He went 28-37-1 over four seasons as the Cardinals coach between 2019 and 2022. Before that, he coached at his alma mater, serving as the head coach at Texas Tech. Tonight, high school basketball on News Radio KMAN. The game itself gets underway for the day. Then the games, Manhattan at Hayden uh, in boys and girls basketball. The coverage of the girls tilt to begin at about 5:45, followed by the boys contest on News Radio KMAN. Tomorrow morning, Scoreboard Saturday, presented by WTC Communications, gets underway at eight o'clock. Then it's K-State men's basketball at midday. The Wildcats visiting Oklahoma State with coverage at noon the tip-off just after one sunday k-state women's basketball a one tip-off as well with coverage at 12 30 when the women take on uh, number 12 texas in austin and then monday night k-state ku on big monday with our coverage on news radio kman that evening as well